Welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, season three, baby number three. I am your host, Becca. I am here with my lovely husband, Matt. We are together pretty much 24-7 between working, parenting, our two little girls, making our 1800s farmhouse our own. And trying to live our best, healthiest lives. We are so excited for this new season of life and to bring you guys along the journey for baby number three. Let's go. Hello, friends. I am here with my... Co-host. <laughs> yeah, co-host. My lovely husband. Hello. He's joining us today. Glad to be back. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not one of the great guests that you've had in the last couple episodes, but I'm happy to provide my perspective on all things weeks 18 to 20. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. What a segue. Yep. Do you have a birth story to share? I do not. I mean, I can share about my experience in Hayden and Hallie's birth, but it's probably not for today. No, it's not for today. But you've actually been you've been telling those birth stories quite a bit recently because Hadley or Hayden excuse me is she loves the very stories. interested in hearing them she is yep yeah she likes all the details she does you don't always do it correctly when you tell yeah. her because you miss a lot of the details you yeah. like to skip over <laughs> she likes to hear it all uh, I do I definitely skip some details yeah. <laughs> I'm not even I spend a lie. good five to ten minutes you spend a good one to two minutes on the story no not one to two I would say like up to five it's a long story but yeah, I guess you just have more uh, patience to really lay it out there. Yeah. I mean, she wants to hear it like every once in a while. It's one thing. But it's, when it's like a daily thing, it's kind of like, all right, right. We, can, we can gloss over this a little bit. Once she hears it once, she wants to hear it multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. She would probably fill in the blanks. She'd be like, wait, you skipped this part. Right. <laughs> um, so we are going to be chatting all things week 18, 19, and 20 today. So rounding out the first half of the pregnancy. Wow. Which is exciting. It's getting real for me. Yeah, you said the other day, you're like, oh, it's it's starting to feel like we're going to have a baby soon. I'm like, oh, is it yeah. <laughs> for you? <laughs> when you're feeling crappy in the like the weeks before like week 20, I mean, it sucks. But then like when you hear, for, like, but for me, like once I hear week 20, 21, yeah. it starts to be like, oh, wow, like we're over halfway there. It's I'll, like, I'll actually admit though, like there's sometimes where it hits me like, I mean, obviously I'm fully aware that I'm pregnant, but sometimes it hits me like oh whoa this is this is happening like this is gonna lead to a baby yeah Yeah. we're gonna have another baby like rolling around here um obviously but sometimes you know just the reality of it is like oh okay kind of catches you off guard especially because Hadley is still fairly young um all right so let's start off with some symptoms so week 18 to 20 this is when I would say I turned the corner this pregnancy has been a little different um where in my previous ones, it was kind of like a light switch moment, like weeks. It was week 17 with Hayden and I believe week 19 with Hadley, where it was just like, I was good. Like there was no more sickness. There was no feeling crappy. It was very like much more black and white. This has not, it hasn't been the case this time around, but it also has not been bad at all. Like I would say around week 17-ish is when I, at least like during the daytime, really started to feel like a totally normal person. And then just kind of have this like lingering sickness at night where it's like very mild nausea, not to the point where I'm like, oh, I need to lay down. I feel so sick. Um, But just mild and then just kind of feeling like run down and like a little bit like icky, but not, not bad. You know, it's, 
it's not um, interfering with my night in any way. I just like don't feel 100%, which I will take that. That is like, that's not bad. Um, and then some nights it wouldn't happen and then some nights it would. And this would this kind of went up all the way on and off, like up until week 20. And um, yeah, so it was just, it kind of tapered off much more slowly. It wasn't quite so back, black and white, but happy to report that the sickness is pretty much at this point lifted and I'm feeling, um, at least as far as any first trimester symptoms go, they have all but disappeared, which is such a relief um, to be on the other side of that. So another symptom is my nipples are so sore. <laughs> Hadley is still nursing and every time she latches, like I wince, like it hurts. Um, it's mainly just when she latches, it doesn't really hurt so much after that. But she has teeth now, and especially, like, when I put her down at night, because I, like, nurse her before she goes to bed, and it's pitch black in the room, and <laughs> I can't see, like, and she can't see, so I'm literally just, like, holding my breath, just, like, flopping a boob <laughs> in her face. <laughs> Smacking her. Just, like, and it's funny, because when, when it's, like, a newborn, like, you, you cannot do that. Like, you have to be, like you have to have a light. You have to like see what's going on. You need to like help them latch on. But when they're older, like you can literally just like stick a boob in their face and they'll like find a way to latch onto it. Mm. But it's not always pretty. So if it's not like a perfect latch and like her teeth are there, it's just like, oh, it hurts. And even if it is a perfect latch, it's still, it still hurts when she latches on. Um, so I just kind of like do a big exhale when I stick my boob in her face and I just wait for the Hope and pray. Wait for the pain. Yeah. Um, but still happy to be breastfeeding um, despite that. Um, so my nipples are really sore. I wouldn't say it's like quite newborn status pain with latching, but it's like, f it's fairly close. It's closer than I ever thought that I would get. Um, I don't know if my boobs get this sore every pregnancy, but this is the only pregnancy where I've been like nursing through it. So I don't know. Um maybe they were sore and I just didn't really notice before. But, um, I also can't like face forward in the shower because wow. like the water hits them, which happens. That's like part of my life when there's a newborn for like a couple months. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cause if the water hits them, it hurts. So kind of like newbornish a little bit, but not quite as painful. Um, also one of my favorite symptoms from the last pregnancy, mm. my gnarly, what am I going to say? Vein, varicose vein. <laughs> the varicose veins. Yeah, it's great. I don't want anything to do with those. <laughs> <laughs> they are disgusting. Yeah, I just don't like them. I'll be like, oh my God, look at this one. It's getting so bad. Touch it. And he's like, no, I don't want to touch it. I don't even, like, like, lo I don't even it, like looking feel at it. it. Yeah. <laughs> just creep. I don't know. Just the varicosities, they are something. So if you have no idea what those are, I feel like everybody knows what varicose veins are, but um, they're basically big bulging blue veins that stick up out of your skin um, and it has to do with like blood flow like they uh, you can google it and see like the exact explanation but it has to do with like there's like backflow in the vein like all the blood isn't flowing like where it's supposed to, like in the direction it's supposed to especially like going back up um, they're really common in your legs so going back up to your heart um, because of in pregnancy, it's usually like the pressure of your uterus. Um, and also just the fact that you have a, like double the blood volume. Um, in a lot of women, it causes these varicosities. So like you just kind of like your veins kind of like balloon. 
I think they can like twist and they just get like bubbly and giant and like squishy and it's just very bizarre. So um, in my last pregnancy, if you guys followed along, I was, I mean, crazy about wearing um, uh, compression stockings. My midwife was like really, really recommending it. She was like, you really need to be wearing these. So I took that advice seriously and I wore those puppies from like week, I don't know, close to 20-ish to like the bitter end of my pregnancy every day. I would literally put them on before I even got out of bed in the morning. I'd sit them on my nightstand at night and I would wear them like until I took them off to like shower or go to bed at night. And so this time around, and honestly, here's the thing. They still got so bad, like, because she was telling me, she was like, they're just going to keep traveling up and they're going to end up in your vagina. And I was like, well, I don't want that. That sounds miserable. Well, it happened anyway. So (laughs) this time around, I was kind of like, I don't even know if I'm going to wear them. Like maybe if they start to hurt, because they can hurt. Um, If they start to bother me, maybe I'll wear them. But I was kind of like, I'm just going to wait and see. Like, I'm not going to be as crazy about it this time around. So I let, I let it roll for I don't know a few weeks and you were like you kept saying are you gonna wear them are you gonna wear them well I was just worried for you I don't know (laughs) well clearly they didn't work or something I don't know well okay but I should also say there is like an element there's like a blood clotting element um as well like because you know if you have like blood that's not flowing properly and you know it can get like stagnant you know like maybe there's like a slight risk of like blood clotting like a lot of times people will wear wear them on flights because you're more at risk to get a blood clot on a, on a, you know, flying in the air. Um, so there is like that element to it too. So a lot of times women will be like really careful about wearing them every day if that's like a concern, but that's just since I'm literally on blood thinners, like I'm, I'm not at all concerned about that aspect of it. Maybe I would feel differently if I wasn't. Um, but since it's strictly just a help with the varicosities I'm kind of like feeling a little bit more lazy about it but I want to say around maybe week 19 18 19 I was like I think I'm gonna have to wear them so I ordered some on Amazon yeah we want to keep you living here so well it's not it's not a danger thing at this point it's just strictly my comfortable how comfortable I am because they started they actually they started to get like the, I have one really, really, really gnarly one that goes all up my like top of, or whatever, my right leg, like from the outside of my knee all the way up. Mm. And, um, that's the only one that didn't disappear postpartum cause they do go away, but that one stuck around cause it's just, it's it loves boy. me. <laughs> it's a big boy. It needs a name, honestly. Um, but so I decided to get the stockings, but here's what I'm doing different this time around. Last time around, I got the maternity compression stockings, which are literally like stockings. Sometimes they're like toeless, which I would try and get those, or I would literally just cut the toes off because I did not want stockings, like legit stockings on every day. I hate that feeling. It reminds me of like middle school and high school wearing those itchy tights in my uniform. Um... So I would either cut the toes off or get them toeless, but they would go all the way up. And they're technically supposed to be worn over your belly. But once your belly gets to a certain point, I mean, they just slide down. So I would end up like rolling them down under my belly. So they were so tight at the waist, like not quite cutting off your circulation, but that part was just so uncomfortable. Like that was way more uncomfortable than like having compression tights on your legs. You kind of get used to that. You don't even really notice it, but that part was horrendous. So 
with those maternity tights, like the actual compression part only goes up to the top of your thigh. And then like from there, it's just regular stockings. So they do make like thigh high um, compression stockings. So this time that's what I'm doing. And they're just, it's not, you know, like a pair because it's just one for each leg. So I'm not even wearing one on my left leg because I barely have any varicosities over there except for like one tiny one, which I'm just like not concerned about, at least not right now. But my right leg is horrendous. So I wear it on my right leg. It's so much more comfortable. And again, it's, I'm not like losing out on any compression because the other ones only had the compression part to your upper thigh anyway. Um, so you can find them on Amazon. Um, they're you know, they're not super expensive and they last super well. And, um, you know, I have two that I just swap out and I'll have one in the wash and I'll wear the other one. Um, so that's been so far, like not a big deal at all. Whereas the last time the stockings were like just so annoying every day, like they were just so uncomfortable to wear under all of my clothes. Um, whereas this has just been like not a big deal and they really do help. Like when, when I take them off at the end of the day and I'm like standing up, my, my, all my varicose veins are like contracted. And then within like 30 seconds to a minute of being on my feet, they like pop back out. So it really, really does help like with, it's technically called like venous return, like getting all the blood back up your leg, up towards your heart so that you don't have that backflow and the stretching of the veins and all of that. Um, so they really do help. They're annoying, but the thigh highs are in my opinion, the way to go. Um, so those are like the main symptoms that kind of were happening. And then, um, during this time I went on a trip and you were solo dad for like four days, yeah. three nights. I think it was a breeze. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad. Uh, I, tell us about it. How did it go? I think it went well. We had the sitter for three of the days True. for, from nine to one. So that helped to give me a little break, mental, mental break. Uh, but yeah, and to work and work out and all that. It's a good preview of uh, what life will be like when the third baby comes because I'll probably be in charge of those two at nighttime, which is great. Yeah. It's not too bad. Maybe uh, Hadley will start being interested in books and I can read to both of them Aww. all at once. That would be You know, cute. be efficient with the bedtime. <laughs> it's all about efficiency over yeah, here. So guy. I can get downstairs and relax. Um, but yeah, went well. Sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, so I actually flew out to Utah. Um, I was out there for one of my really good friends um, that I met through Young Living. She had this like um, kind of like celebration event uh, thrown by corporate because she had reached like the top like rank in the company. So we there was like a bunch of us that went out and we just like hung out in a cabin and we got to go to corporate one day and we just basically like hung out and we went to the spa one day. It was really nice and it was really fun. Um, but we were so busy. There was like literally just with all the activities and just being in a house with like, you know, close to 10 girls, like there's, you know, you're, there's no downtime. You're, I mean, it was all fun, like, but you're just hanging out. You're constantly like chatting and catching up and, you know, so, um, when I came home, I was like, well, I actually had a few days where I was like running on adrenaline a little bit because I like had so much fun on the trip. I came home, I had like all the stuff I wanted to get done since I was away and then man I crashed hard yes um I know you're pregnant this is a common theme I think even when you're not pregnant and I'm <laughs> completely okay with it but if I go on a trip let's say I go oh, away for a night go. or I go away for two nights with some friends I come back 
you know, I'm like, I, I rush to get back home. I'm like immediately on duty, take care of the kids. Jumps right back jumps in. Jumps right back in. You know, I might be exhausted, but I just, you know, I, I suck it up. And I take care and of then, the kids and let you have some free time. When you come home, I do? When you come home from a trip. <laughs> so you've been away for four days. And I, kn- I know to expect it now. So I, when you're away for four days, I really think in my head you're away for five days. Because <laughs> you get back and you immediately go on the couch. And you're like, oh, I'll read you a book. And then two seconds later, you're asleep with a book on your chest. <laughs> Um, but then the next day you're back, so that's good. Well, okay. Well, at least you expect. Yeah, it's all good. It's part of the tri- it's part of your trips. Well, okay. Well, this this and this was like an outlying experience. Like that is true. I I do tend to be like really exhausted when I get home from something like that. And I anyone, just lay low. anyone is anyone yeah. is. But <laughs> but not you apparently. No, you're just... I'm exhausted too. <laughs> but you just push through, and I don't. Yes. <laughs> but this time, okay, this was abnormal. I mean, no, because I mean, literally, so I got home on like, I think a Thursday and I had like two really busy days home. And then Sunday, I literally felt like I got hit by a bus and I literally, this is going to make me sound bad after Matt just explained this whole thing, but I literally could, I could not get up. I was on the couch. I literally like, I couldn't, I think I took like six naps. Like I was in and out of sleep all day. Like I was literally a zombie. Yeah. That's when we thought like, we didn't know if you had COVID. We didn't know if you... No, we didn't think I had COVID, yeah. but I thought, because I wasn't sick, I was just, That's I was true. just so tired. And I thought, I was like, I wonder if I'm iron deficient. Cause this was, it was just not like, it's one thing. Like when you're pregnant, you're tired. Like I could take a nap every day and there are probably half the days of the week I do in the afternoon. I take a nap cause my body's just tired and it needs to rest. But this was different. This was like, I literally, every time I st- stood up, I felt like I was going to pass out. Like I was so drained and I felt so dizzy and I was having like heart palpitations, which can happen in pregnancy, but this was just like abnormal and I, I couldn't stay awake. I like literally kept falling asleep. It was, I, I don't even remember the last time I've like slept on and off all day. Like maybe when I was sick, like 10 years ago, like, but I don't know. It's just also like not really an option these days, except for this. I guess. Yeah, it's all good. I understand. <laughs> if you're not feeling well, I want you to rest. I get it. Right. So I was convinced I was like, the this just can't just be normal, like, you know, overextended, overtired, which it, I think it, it, that really was what it was. But, um, so I called my doctor the next day and was just like, listen, I am feeling so dizzy. I am like so unbelievably exhausted. I cannot function. Um, can I get some blood work done? I would really like to have my iron levels tested. And they were like, oh yeah, for sure. So dizziness is something that I experienced in my last pregnancy. Um, like, maybe not so much dizziness where like the room is spinning, but lightheadedness. And this is another thing that can happen during pregnancy. It has to do with like all the blood flow and you know, there's just so many things are like rerouted in pregnancy. You have so much blood flow going to the baby and um, you have so much more blood in general. And I think like because your blood vessels are more like relaxed, it can, you know, dizziness or low blood pressure can happen. Um, so this happened to me at my last pregnancy. So I'm not like shocked that it came back, but this, this, these particular days were on another level. So anyway, so I went like the next day I got, um, my iron levels tested and I just kind of like waited to hear those results. And then a couple days later I found out that it was normal, which was good. Um, I was glad that I wasn't iron deficient, but also man, that would have been an easier fix. I could just focus on iron supplementation to hopefully resolve this, but as the week went on, I kind of felt better. Um, and the, the dizziness, at least the like extreme lightheadedness 
to where I, I couldn't even really like stand up. Like I just had to like lay down. Like I was really, really down for the count, um, for a few days, but that kind of, you know, tapered off and I'm definitely still dealing with, with that. And I probably will up until I give birth. Cause this is what happened last time. So in my last pregnancy, um, I just like pushed through it because this didn't happen to me my first. And I was almost just kind of like annoyed to be like slowed down to this extent. Um, because the only way to like combat feeling the lightheadedness is to rest so much more. So I don't, that doesn't mean like going, like laying in bed necessarily, but like just if I'm on my feet and there's like, like not an actual purpose for me to be like standing up, like I'm not like cooking something in the kitchen or walking with Hayden to go pick something out. Like if I'm, if there's no reasoning for me on my feet, like I should just sit down. Like if sitting down makes me feel so much better. Um, I've been taking some afternoon naps to just rest because yeah, my body of, needs it. Part of the day. It's all good. <laughs> Which I honestly hate doing and I feel guilty every time. Yeah, but I, you shouldn't. I know, but I do. And it's just, you know, I don't want to, I just, I, I hate that. I hate this part of pregnancy that it makes me have to be like absent from life in order to rest, um, which, you know, you're building human. I know, but, um, I just want to like get on with my life and like do the things I want to do and be more present. Um, but then there's just those times where you just need to rest more well, or let's, I, let's, let's get these babies out of your body and right. And then be done with it. Then we'll be done with babies. Yeah. So, so yeah, so definitely prioritizing rest much more this time around. Um, I didn't in my last pregnancy and I think that's why I felt so much worse at the end. Um, I think it probably contributed to like the crazy having to get induced and all of that. Um, so I'm just really so much more aware of it this time around. And instead of just being like, I'm fine, just keep going, just keep going like, I just got to get this done. Just like, once I'm done this, I can rest. Like I have to really like let go of that mindset and just when I'm feeling the dizziness and lightheadedness start to come on. Like I just kind of have to like stop whatever I'm doing and prioritize rest, which is hard for me. Um, but it is what it is. Um, okay. I'm trying to see. Oh, another thing is I started doing some workout classes. You sure did. Aren't you proud? I am proud. I really want you to work out this time. Cause <laughs> last time you, I don't know what, did you not feel well at the end or it was just, I didn't cause I didn't work out at all. Right, I was so, so uncomfortable. So yeah. I want you to, I moved the Peloton from the third floor to the first floor, but that motivated you to at least start working out. Maybe not the Peloton. The, yeah. The Peloton is tough when I'm pregnant because the lightheadedness and it's so intense. I mean, I could probably just do like the scenic rides, but I just feel like that's like, it's probably not much of a workout. Yeah. I'm like, is that even really worth it? I'd rather just go for a walk. Like that's more enjoyable to me. Um, so I love the Peloton, but it's just, it, it's tough during pregnancy because I already feel lightheaded and that level of cardio, I'm like literally afraid I'd like pass out. Um, but anyway, so not doing the Peloton, but, um, I have been, I started up my typical like prenatal class that I've done with all my pregnancies is taught by a PT. She's fabulous. It's more of like, um, I would consider it more of like a stretching yoga class with like some light strength training, but it's, she heavily educates on, because she's a, a women's health PT, heavily educates on like the pelvic floor and how to like go about your daily life and like not um, make the demand on your pelvic floor any worse through like just like strategic breath work or like 
um, or another thing she really discusses is different like aches and pains during pregnancy. Like, okay, this is hurting. I want you to do this move to like help those muscles out and counteract it, things like that. It's just very helpful for getting through pregnancy um, in a way that almost like salvages the pelvic floor as much as possible. And I have never had like postpartum so far. Um, I haven't had any issues with like peeing when I sneeze or like when I cough or anything like that. Like my pelvic floor has been in like pretty good shape. And I think it's because of everything I've learned from this woman. She's amazing. Um, and you actually kind of sat in on it a couple of times because I've been doing it virtual because it's kind of a far drive. Yeah, yeah. It looks tough. No, and I'm, I'm not saying that, but, yeah. um, I just feel like, cause I've been going to it for, I've gone to it so many times. So like, you actually got to like, you were just like in the family room when I was doing it. So oh, you kind of yeah. like got a glimpse. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what yeah, I've been yeah. up to all this time. True. Yeah. I'm getting into yoga, so it's interesting mm. to see you. You like, it's kind of like a yoga workout. Mm-hmm. You probably just said that, but yeah, um, yeah, it's nice to be a part. Matt's a yogi now, guys. Big yogi, <laughs> grow my hair why long. Are you t- why are you talking about your yoga? Yeah, I don't know. I lower why'd back. You, yeah, why'd you start? What are you doing? I feel like I have sciatica sometimes. I feel like my toes have gotten numb before, like shooting pains up my leg, then my lower back. I don't know if it's just age. If it's doing Peloton rides, so I've been doing Peloton yoga about four or five times a week at night after the girls are asleep for like 10 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Just feels great. I'm very, I'm not flexible at all, but it's amazing how good you feel after. Yeah. Savasana. Just very tight, my body, like my hip area. Can't move, can't, can't bend them much. But yeah. <laughs> Every time you're like, am I going to get more flexible? I'm like, yeah, you just got to keep going. Right. It's just incredible what some of the instructors can do. Yeah, they can like literally bend in half. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if that's just genetics or if that's learned, but it's probably more learned. Um anyway, so yeah, Matt's a little yogi at night now. And uh so on Tuesday nights I do this PT class. When when it's like lighter out, maybe I'll drive to it, but like at seven o'clock at night I don't want to leave the house when it's pitch black, so I don't go. It's kind of a long drive now since we moved, but um anyway so then I so I always do that but then I started doing this other class it's also like a prenatal fitness class but this is more of like a fitness class it's like cardio and strength training um and it's not like super duper intense by any means but it's it's a good workout for pregnant Becca I can tell you that because well one it's harder to work out when you're pregnant and b I'm like not in very good shape so that I really appreciate that's twice a week but that's kind of tough for me to get to twice a week because I'm also in this like it's really important for me to be more active this pregnancy because I saw like the difference between a first pregnancy where I was very active, second pregnancy where I wasn't at all. And I feel so much more uncomfortable at the end. Like it really made a difference. Um, all I literally did was walk, um, which just wasn't, it didn't cut it. It wasn't enough. Um, and then this pregnancy, I really do want to be more active and I've so far I'm doing that, but I also, I can't go like so ham because I, with the dizziness and the lightheadedness, like I, I still, I have to like try and balance it. So, um, every week I go to at least both of those classes. And then if, um, the goal is to be able to work in a third, cause there is two of like the fitness, fitness class. Um, so far I haven't been able to make that happen cause it's like three days in a row. And usually by the third day I'm like so dead tired. Um, and I just want to rest at night instead of work out after the girls are asleep. So that's, um, what's going on with my fitness i'm gonna keep that up and then once it's warmer out i want to go for like family walks oh yeah um, i'd love to do that yeah hayden loves those too and yeah, rosie does too 
it's true i hate or <laughs> rosie does love um love the walks and we have a double stroller now so we got one of those um we went to disney months ago um so th- i want to incorporate that in but right now i'm happy with where i'm at with those classes it's better than what i was doing last time and it's getting my heart rate up and i'm sweating and i'm moving so i'll take it um and then at the very end of 20 weeks our sweet little hadley turned one yeah she's just a cutie coming Aww. into her own she's so sweet yeah she's just a big snuggly baby she's so snuggly god i love it hayden is not snuggly at all she's and, was, like, and wasn't as a baby either uh-uh. so. not cuddly independent like no don't touch me <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing baby's just giving hugs all the time that's oh. like what she does like or every time you pick her up she just lays her head on your chest and throws her little arms around your neck yeah. and it's just like oh yeah so she'll like randomly like lay on the rug or like a pillow and just get all cuddly like and she'll say oh oh it's so cute she, yeah, she's adorable. She's very snuggly. She's a very happy baby. We call her happy heads. Um, so it was just really sweet for her to turn one. I made her a little cake. And this time around, so with Hayden, I made like a little healthy Greek yogurt icing cake. And she yeah. barely ate it. Yeah, I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. It wasn't good. <laughs> but this time around, I was just like, listen, we're going for it. Like white flour, sugar, eggs, butter, like the real deal. Um, so I made it, but I made it from scratch and, um, I made the icing from scratch and it was so good. I had a little bit of it. Um, I just made like a little mini one and she got after it, man. She, she ate that cake. I mean, she didn't eat it all, obviously, but she was like trying to figure it out at first, like trying to pick it up. Then she just went face, face to the cake. Yeah. I actually, Hayden did the same thing. So we could, we could like put those pictures side by side, which would be really cute. And she wore the same little like sparkly hat with a one on it that Hayden wore um so it was just kind of cool to see it on our next one yeah um but yeah so she's one now which is crazy so we're getting into more mobile Hayden started walking around a year so I would expect she's not quite there yet but probably in a month or so Hadley will start walking around yeah she's close yeah so we're gonna be chasing her around and then we're gonna have a newborn like in the mix <laughs> not yeah. that long <laughs> this pregnancy has gone by faster i feel like you said that too yeah i think the more kids you have it seems like the faster they go you're not as like or at least i'm not as like thinking about the weeks i don't know there's other things to think about yeah you're just more distracted right so you're not as focused so it just seems to move a lot faster um so yeah so that is the end of my first half so now we're venturing into the second half of pregnancy, which by far is my favorite, the second trimester, I mean, despite the lightheadedness every day, which is kind of annoying, um, I feel like pretty much a normal person other than being a little bit tired, which is lovely. So I'm in the quote unquote honeymoon phase. I wouldn't say I'm like totally honeymoon cause I don't feel 100% ever, but that's okay. Um, but so we're in the good part quote unquote, the good part of pregnancy. And then I love the third trimester. Yes, I was uncomfortable last time. Um, but I love feeling like a big baby move around and roll around. I love all of the kicks. I love all of the movement, which I'm feeling now, but the baby's still so little that it's, it's just not as intense, I guess. Um, I love birth prep. I love like getting myself all ready for birth, doing all the like meditations and the affirmations every day. I just love all of it. I love thinking about packing for, you know, I guess this time it'll actually be a hospital bag. Um, 
like all the nesting stuff, taking out all the clothes and cleaning all the newborn clothes. I just, I love all of that. So I'm super excited for the second half of pregnancy. It should be a good time. And if it's been anything like the first half, it will fly pretty quickly. Yep. And before we know it, we'll be sharing a birth story. And there will be a baby sleeping in our room again. And it'll be, you have to tiptoe around again. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not my favorite part, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. I do love the newborn phase, but there are some things that aren't the best. Um, okay. So that is it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and be sure to tune in next week. I think I'm going to have another birth story for you guys. I hope that you've been enjoying those. I know I have been because birth stories just really get me excited about birth and less focused on the maybe not so fun parts um, because every birth story has the birth of the baby in it. And if you're focused on that, then you're, you know, you're in a much better mind place if you're only focused on labor. So anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying those. We will be back soon and yeah, that's all I got. Enjoy. Have a good, uh, have a good day. Whatever day this comes out, have a good Tuesday. Maybe it'll come out on a Tuesday. Hopefully Monday. Have a great Monday whenever <laughs> you listen to this. Or whatever day it comes out because, you know, <laughs> life is a little We're going to enjoy our weekend, but you enjoy whatever day you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. It's Friday for us right now. Yes. So. Cheers. All right. We'll see you guys or talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.